1: In number one on the filth list, apart from films that are on the list,
0: Hmm. that's confusing. Yeah, so that's a confusing lead, and you've
2: confused everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Would you guys? Would you guys say this is rounding out Bad Cops Month? Bad Cops Month. Oh yeah, kinda. No,
0: anyway, we've had a fair amount of bad cops. Who do we have yesterday? What movie did we do yesterday? I forgot. Memories oh, well.
2: of Murder with the bad. Oh, cops. that
0: had bad cops too. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
2: it's about bad cops.
0: My memories are <laughs> offline. I guess I don't know. Uh, this is Films and Filth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Matt is here.
1: Luke is Mark. over there. Mark's
2: here.
0: Okay, I'm always curious to see how how <laughs> who will step up to the challenge of that. <laughs> Um, I
2: started just hesitating and then it it just became the standoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoom standoff
0: is always fun. We need (laughs) an editor to edit that bit out, maybe.
1: Oh, if only someone recorded the audio separately.
0: Huh? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: today we have an editor. The editor. He's the the only editor.
0: editor. There are no other editors, just this guy. He edits every it's movie
2: true. you've seen. He, well, he, he edited this movie.
1: Right. And there so are the, two
2: other editors in this movie. Wow. No, but he edited this movie. <laughs> That's Adam Brooks, cool. billed as Ray Ciso, edited this movie. Okay. So nice. it
0: works meta. Maybe unlike yes. the plot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the plot um, is meta. It just also is da-da.
0: Yeah, you know what? what? I'm glad that i'm not doing the plot <laughs>
2: yeah this is kind of long but not as long as the wikipedia yeah that that's where yeah, it the, was, the like...
1: wikipedia even has the note saying this is too long
2: <laughs> it's funny because the notes dated 2018 so obviously that person never bothered to even follow up on it
0: <laughs> i watched most of it last night and i need to finish up a bit this morning i was like okay i'll just get my brain you know caught up and read the wiki i was like oh crap no (laughs) (laughs) this is like not helpful at all well i
1: finished the film and i was like i should read the wiki to check i got this okay no it just it just doesn't make sense cool
2: (laughs) so is this is my great my great in joke which was going to be a series of in jokes but you know we're going back to the list but it is that after I made you guys watch a Giallo film, which you'd never seen any of, really, I made you watch a parody of Giallo films. <laughs> which <laughs> I mean, which I, is also a Giallo film, and also is a weird, like Philip K. Dick ask mindfuck. This one's also- uh, I mean,
1: but it works as a parody, just of like seventies exploitation schlock.
2: It's true. There there aren't a whole lot of in jokes that you would be legitimately because someone like wearing a weird mask of a mannequin still works as a gag. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's
0: pretty standard schlock fare. Of course this one is Canadian too, so does it really count as yellow? Doesn't have to That's that's also
2: part of the joke. I mean to okay. me it is. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so
0: you you as we said you just kind of sick this one on us. So uh how did it come your way? I guess should be my question to you that you could answer if you were so disposed to.
2: Well, another reason I brought this in is this is one of the good memories of running a film festival because back in the day we uh, received uh, Manborg by Astron 6, which is was a Canadian filmmaking collective. They've since broken up, but um, it was a weird $1,000 movie about a cyborg fighting in the future where all the effects were weird digital effects, and uh, still really fun, really incredible movie, and uh, tacked on the end of it is Biocop. Did either of you see the Biocop trailer before? No, th- no, no. I've
1: heard both those names, so maybe, yeah. but also possibly I heard them from you.
2: It's a, That's possible. It's a fake trailer where a cop is just oozing guts, gore constantly, and just exploding, and he keeps just saying, like, kill me, please! I, why am I alive? <laughs> but um, absolutely loved uh biocop and and liked manborg not quite as much as biocop but um they went on to do father's day which was kind of mishandled by trauma which is about a guy named chris fuckman who rapes and murders dads on father's day um (laughs) the anyway
1: (laughs) oh there was a little reference to that in this one
2: uh-huh there was but this um this was one where we had a partnership at the Atlanta Film Festival. We presented the Atlanta premiere of this film at that film festival, and that's how I saw it. Mm. So uh so inside are
0: shilling for it. You're a shilling yep.
2: uh, and, and these guys made Psycho Gorman more recently, which a lot more people probably saw.
0: Psycho it's Gorman. you see
2: Psycho Gorman?
0: No. That, that's just kind of your 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 track of film oh. you know
2: <laughs> it's a, a little kid accidentally summons a, a extremely violent alien who goes around and killing cops and stuff
0: remember luke and i started off with a sci-fi sanctuary not a bng sanctuary so you yeah know. <laughs> oh. that, that's more our track yeah I,
1: i'm genuinely not much of a horror guy until you and andrew make me watch horror films
2: <laughs>
1: i watch one a year at halloween
2: <laughs> i mean honestly i hate most horror films but i like some of them like this one but uh and psycho gorman but you know okay anyway, well here it is you, you,
0: now you're going to do the plot right which mm-hmm. is yep. hopefully shorter than the wiki um i don't know that that's why i'm looking forward to seeing how you did the plot because i would have had to do i would have had to like cut off all my fingers and throw them at people you know <laughs> if i were there in charge of the plot
2: okay well here it goes Ray Ciso was once the greatest editor in the world until he accidentally cut several of his fingers off in an editing accident because he was overwhelmed by his work editing the world's longest film and by his marital troubles by marital troubles with his wife, Josephine, who is also a huge movie star. Now with one partially wooden hand, Ray is editing a GLO film called Tarantola with his assistant Bella, who's in love with him, while Josephine sits at home miserable. But in a twist, the stars of the film have started getting murdered in real life. Inspector Porphyry, whose wife went blind because she stumbled onto one of the bodies, has started looking into the case and he suspects Ray and not Cal, who is an untalented actor who conveniently now has top billing because the higher billed actors have all been murdered and Cal also has lots of knives. Meanwhile, Ray has found footage of someone who's, which someone left of the murders, but he keeps it secret. Porphyry returns home after looking into Ray's previous insane asylum stay. He is almost attacked by his wife, Marguerite's seeing eye dog, and they have weird ins- weird sex involving a cake. They are then attacked by the murderer, and after holding her captive behind a door, the murderer tricks Porphyry into killing Marguerite with an axe without ev- them ever seeing the killer's face. Another officer named John John Carlo arrives at the scene and Porphyry talks his way out of it. Meanwhile, Bella finds the footage that Ray had of the murders and is herself murdered. Ray is then fired and replaced by Giancarlo who hopes to solve the murder but also has no experience editing and he is soon also killed while trying to learn how to edit. The director rehires Ray and is thrilled to find that he has a finished cut of the film. Meanwhile, Porphyry is convinced by a priest that editors are somehow bridges to the netherworld. Cal finds out that Ray has cut him from the film completely and threatens to kill him with a chainsaw but then he doesn't. Porphyry and Cal conspire to get Ray and Cal, Ray and Cal kidnaps him and forces him to watch him have sex with Josephine, who reveals they've been having an affair and she is going to leave him. But then Cal and his girlfriend Jasmine are also murdered. Porphyry finds Cal's body and then decides to go after Ray. They have a car chase and then find out that Josephine is the real murderer and she would like to be referred to as death. Porphyry accidentally blows the fingers off his hand, but Ray lights her on fire with his wooden hand on fire they hug it out and go their separate ways but then the next day or free finds that nothing is as it seems ray never existed and he is trapped inside the editing machine and also now ray is married to bella
0: okay yeah i Pay still much? don't this you know what this movie is it's like the the um orb you know the thing that the saudis and trump are hanging around
2: <laughs> yeah it's like looking orb? into the
0: orb yeah it's a black orb in the this case
1: <clears throat> Apart from the weird twist, which is obviously deliberately meant to make no sense, it's not that weird. It's just investigating a murder and then it turns out to be someone. Like, that's yeah. how films and was, work. And also
2: the murderer, much as we saw a few weeks ago in um, in uh, Phenomena, it doesn't matter who the murderer is and it makes no sense for that person to be the murderer. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it has to be a twist. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I think everyone's murdered by that point in the movie accidentally or intentionally. So, or yeah, in it's a, a weird few people dream. Left, so, who
2: can it be? <laughs> well, you know, Cal did kill Cesare.
0: That's my point. Everyone murders everybody. So, <laughs> who cares who the murderer is? <laughs> everyone's, it doesn't matter. Kill- everyone's killing. That's right.
1: <laughs> um, I so, guess this- Matt, I wonder if you had the same thought I did watching this film, which was this has big Goth Marenghi energy.
0: Yeah, that's all over my yeah. notes. And I was sitting there in, you know, I mean, we have all done a Garth Spring-Y podcast. Mark and I did the whole thing. Luke, you were on for like two episodes. I was like, where's mm-hmm. the special sauce for that one? Maybe like, like this one was just like, you know, I'm watching it mostly sideways with the editor. Like, huh? Um, is it like not well, this... quite stupid enough? Is it too well made?
1: I think, I think this, I think this landed. I didn't actually have a beef with this. Okay. I think, um, yeah, I think Garth Marenghi is more, like, it's more mocking of its source material, whereas this has a slight, a slight element of a loving homage.
2: Yeah. But, but
3: for that's... the most
1: part, I don't think, I don't think this is, I think this is a good example of what it is.
2: Um, yeah. Who played Garth Marenghi? What's his name? Matthew something. You're
0: thinking of his Matthew buddy. Matthew Holness. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're both Matthew.
2: Yeah, yeah. He is just, he's an incredibly funny person. Like, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody doing this is a comedian on that level. But it's also not supposed to be that kind of film. This is more of an airplane, which the other reason why I brought this in is because, hey, there are good parodies still. And we should Mm -hmm. get to watch a good parody instead of having to only watch bad ones. (laughs) <laughs> mm. okay yeah yeah I, I guess i have the
0: biggest beef as you said but i'm definitely going to put way above those <laughs> you know what was yeah that? i
1: guess this is um
0: stan helding because yeah. this
1: isn't this isn't like a direct parody of a specific film right this is more like hot fuzz where it's parodying the genre mm-hmm. and yeah that yeah. that still exists Sam works i mean
2: that's and
0: it, definitely a better tack to take
1: mm. it's
2: also a lot like drive for like i don't, can't think of a better comparison than that but that type of cinema that was happening at the time where everything is kind of bright and loud and everyone stares and it works really well like moonlight hmm. well like, it was like a couple years before
0: this of i think was it beyond the black rainbow kind of established a bit of this aesthetic i guess the slow moving it's like 2009 yeah
2: right? so i think yeah, well, that kind um, of got
0: this ball rolling
2: this is definitely like just peak vapor wave. I mean, it has Carpenter Brood in it. The music. Oh yeah, yeah. It has, I, I was know, some weirdly, of the hotline Miami 2 soundtrack, basically. Yeah, I was actually weirdly
0: disappointed to see that the music was credited to like eight different people. I was kind of hoping for someone's like a singular synthesized, synthesized mm. vision, which I mean I I yeah, this soundtrack's fully up my alley, so I'm not complaining about it, but I just almost wish it was like one person did the music.
2: I just, I I hate to throw everyone under the bus who does that, but I feel like everything like this is multiple artists because Synthwave guys have trouble coming up with the whole complete (laughs) vision. (laughs) I Hmm. mean, i mean I john carpenter
0: why. would make like one song for his movie and then just play it till the yeah. end of time
2: <laughs> i mean but and the stranger things guys what do they survive i mean they're fantastic i think i don't know how you guys feel about stranger things in general but i the i love the music it's great yeah absolutely uh, luke you yeah, know my I, story I about stranger, stranger things, things right i i really like the directing and everything it's like the plot kind of is all over the place but i'd I, yeah, I, I'm not mad at it for any reason. Yeah, The Mark,
1: the one criticism I have of Stranger Things that I agree with, which I've heard many times, is that each season is like one movie's worth of content dragged out for nine episodes.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. And then the, episodes the
0: only, are the same length as movies.
2: Some of them, yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing that ever really made me mad enough to actually post about on the internet was there was something like a 30-minute reveal of something that was made obvious before the reveal happened in the, the last mm-hmm. season like who that guy was. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of everyone being like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mark, I, this would be a repeat on the podcast, but you've heard Mm -hmm. my experience with stranger things, right? No, I've only seen like maybe the first two episodes of the first season. So most of my knowledge about stranger things was by playing and finishing the, the dumb iPad, Zelda ripoff game that was themed on stranger (laughs) things. So I played that entire <laughs> game for some reason, but I haven't actually watched the show, even though in season three, like that arcade, they're like their eighties arcade is, is you and I's eighties arcade. It's in what? When
2: that mall, right? Okay. Well, technically that was yours and not mine, but you never went there. Also, okay. Also, they filmed that entire scene just in the, the food court that they kind of built. But I mean, I, yeah. I had, think the first time I ever set foot in Gwinnett Mall was probably in the 90s
0: oh okay yeah
2: I just yeah my parents just my uh my dad had a big old car and he kind of wouldn't let my mom drive it and he was afraid to drive on the expressway Ah, so he okay. go. I think I'd far. be
0: afraid to drive on the expressway now
2: it's maybe scarier when you're a big giant car it's yeah, slow. yeah I don't know
0: yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's my Stranger Things. Uh, weirdly, I'm coming. I I had the um dumb casual gamer angle on that one. I don't know. I guess it wasn't quite a casual game. It had it had. It was like you know that's the Super Nintendo Zelda.
2: I yeah, I haven't uh, played it, so I can't comment. But I think right. I got it for free from one of those PC game things that gives you games for free. Um, well, you can
1: get it for free now on the phone because Netflix has like a game section.
2: That's right. I think yeah, I uh, every now and then they
1: throw in like some pretty legit games.
2: Yeah. Like, po- even, point got P? Into the Breach. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, point, point P?
1: Yeah, Point P, P as well.
2: Yeah. Pretty good. I a big <laughs> in, so I was glad that. So,
0: <laughs> since we don't have any name actors in the editor, I, I'm just hmm. thinking of like.
2: Oh, there, there one... are a couple name actors.
0: Well, we got, we got our human cool. caterpillar, Lawrence P. Harvey, back, of course. <laughs> Did um, you
2: call him a human caterpillar? <laughs> he called him Yeah, a human I caterpillar. did it again.
0: I did it again. Okay, he's a
2: human caterpillar. No, by himself, he's a human caterpillar. <laughs> like, he made
0: a human yeah. sem- Okay, he does sorry. kind
2: of look like a guy who would be a human caterpillar. It's, it's yeah, fair. I guess he's
0: a little more chill in this one, but yeah, um, he can
2: act in this because he gets to talk. Right, right. <laughs> it's exciting.
0: Right. Well, uh, one of course the hairstyles are the actual stars, but then otherwise, I'm just like, like Adam Brooks. Um, I just kept thinking that. I was like mentally pasting Will Forte onto him, right? And then, <laughs> and then of course uh, I got a Jake Busey on Cal. Uh, so I'm just kind of grafting actor personas as I'm watching it for whatever reason. I guess I need something familiar sometimes, especially when the plot is uh, having ADHR whiplash.
2: Well, the big the big names are Paz de la Huerta, who I do not know very well, but I know she's in things. Yeah, she was in
1: about she was mostly in TV stuff.
2: I think she was in World War Empire and stuff like
1: that.
2: Yeah, yeah and uh, um, Udo Kier, who Udo Kier should show up in something else, but I don't know what on our list. Uh, oh, he's oh in the the inspector Blade.
0: the inspector. I was thinking of a young Bruce Stern, of course. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> probably what they're going for
2: anyway. Well, Inspector is the co-director along with the guy who played Racy So and. Uh, I think them and the guy who played Cal are in Astron 6. So there's three more people who are in Astron 6. Yeah, I'll also
0: tell you, I I think part of my my beef on the movie is, you know, I had to watch it last night, right? I'm halfway Mm -hmm. through Asteroid City, and I want to finish Asteroid City. (laughs) But I couldn't finish Asteroid City because I was watching the editor.
2: (laughs) Well, sometimes you got to take your blood before you... (laughs) get your asteroids (laughs) take your
0: blood before you get your asteroids that's it's that's a uh, key tenet of life i believe
1: (laughs) while we're on actors though connor sweeney he played cal he should have been in barbie he looks exactly like ken from toy story 3
2: yeah that makes sense
0: now of course i landed on the jake boosie um Square, but sure. (laughs) You would not want Jake with c as uh, as as Ken.
1: (laughs) There are many Kens. He could have been one of the Kens. That would
2: have been great.
0: Uh, He could have been a Ken. That's right. Oh, um,
2: Starship Troopers.
0: I I I rewatched the Barbie movie, and I was distressed to see that not not um Gosling's Ken, but all the other Kens were playing my exact model of Acoustic, which. I didn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> that means they had See, that Barbie I... apparently had product placement from Gibson, but yeah, they, you know they're all playing mine. I'm like,
2: what, 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 huh? I want to play the guitar at <laughs> <it>, people. Sure. <laughs> I still haven't watched that because I'm too busy watching things for podcasts. So right, that's my asteroid city, I guess. Which Did I you haven't watch seen either. the first either. half of Barbie. Yeah. No. Well, okay. That's I guess not your asteroid not city. That'd be
0: halfway through. It isn't.
2: It isn't. You're right. <laughs>
0: um i don't know uh oh yeah luke i was curious how your ret factor because we get a fair amount of tarantulas is tarantula okay and as opposed to spider or does uh, tarantula still fit in? i don't
1: love tarantulas but like they weren't bothering me in this okay my arachnophobia is a lot less than it used to be um since moving to japan and just having to deal with spiders when i go hiking
0: England and like I've
1: I've I've basically accidentally given myself um exposure therapy.
0: There we go. Right. Okay. Uh, how about halfway I still would have what went on me. How about the halfway killing? You say you don't like, but like, you know, when the we get a very uh, th- two thousand maniac style. Firmly...
1: Yeah, no, the the one that bothered me two thousand maniacs was the first one where the tone wasn't comedic and it just looked horrendous. There's not a single scene in this film that isn't ridiculous. So none of the <laughs> okay. violence bothered me in this.
0: Okay. Uh, how about I, a I, favorite death?
1: I love the... the. Well, it's not actually one of the real deaths. It's the one in the film.
0: They're all well, in the start film. Of the you film. can count it.
1: <laughs> no, but like in the fake film that they're making in the film. Mm-hmm. Where he puts the poisonous spider on her and then just kills her with a fucking axe, anyway. <laughs> well, it's like uh, a calling card. familiar with my friend, the Brazilian poison spider. Anyway, uh.
0: <laughs> my note was: Did he also axe the spider?
1: Well, I, that's what I thought. Was I don't think so. Through the spider as some kind of ritual.
2: Yeah, I think that the spider is on her chest, and they just <laughs> axe her in the head. And and there's lots of I, I guess for
0: me I I like you know weird stop motion so I like seeing um what's her, what's her name melt and on, on fire at the end.
2: Yeah, hmm. I was kind of gonna say that even though there's there, I think my favorite scene is the <laughs> is the thing where he the the detective goes home and the seeing eye dog is like a vicious German shepherd, <laughs> like that's yeah. not my favorite <laughs> bit. I can't get uh, over.
1: My favorite bit is the I bet you 5,000 bucks this is a mask. And oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a joke that for years I've been saying I would do if I was doing a Mission Impossible parody. <laughs> but turns out someone has beaten me to it. And then
2: they just stick it right back on and she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's something that would have upset me when I was a kid. I bet. I might, but I that, might,
1: that's hilarious. That's genius. Yeah,
2: I might have a few
0: of these, but um, things I saw. I think I saw in the movie, and maybe I got it wrong. Was was uh the detective playing catch with the dog by throwing a machete, and then he comes back with a severed hand? Was that a machete being
2: thrown? I don't, I think it was the stick, but it the dog still had the the handle from being a seeing eye dog attached to it, which was funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and anyway, I, that was one thing I was like, did you just throw a machete? But yeah, maybe it was a <laughs> stick. Maybe by that point of the movie, I'm not expecting to see sticks. I'm just expecting to see machetes.
1: <laughs> also, a lot okay. of the um, the wife-slapping humor in this. <laughs> the, like, So this is the kind of jokes that people like to say you can't make anymore. <laughs> but they make yeah, but them you here absolutely. because... Yeah, they actually there is a joke to it and it's clearly saying something. It's not just isn't it funny to beat your wife? Yeah. But ridiculous. my absolute my absolute favorite is when it's he's there, the editor's at dinner with his wife, and the detective walks into the scene from absolutely nowhere, slaps his wife for him, tells him he has to control his woman, and then the wife says, Yeah, you never slap me. Am I supposed to slap myself? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did. My first amazing. Garth
0: Marenghi note was that we're looking at Garth Marenghi levels of misogyny. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's making fun of like schlucky seventies. Like I don't really know Giallo, but I know exploitation films, and like even James Bond used to treat women like that. So the way it's played here is legitimately very funny. And they do maybe about- that's going to get us cancelled. I don't know. I
0: mean, it's definitely. I don't well think this got shot. anybody cancelled. I don't think it would. I mean, I
2: don't know. It's hard. (laughs) I'm I'm joking. I didn't find any reviews that were negative that said this should be canceled or anything like that. I I mean, maybe that's that's worth.
0: Someone involved in the movie might have done something horrible later, but that's that's later.
2: That says nothing.
0: (laughs) Um, what was I? Oh, I what? I guess this is my favorite quote in the movie because I wrote it down, which is that's a great looking penis you've got. (laughs) yes (laughs) then he says today's gonna be a great day (laughs) that guy
2: is amazing the guy who played cal is like the most amazing intentionally bad actor i don't know
1: he was brilliant yeah he was really funny
0: i mean you know they do stumble it because i guess you're dabbling in this like kind of like hyper stylized form of film Occasionally, there was like one minute or somewhere in the middle uh, where I was like, man, it really does kind of feel like uh, something like Twin Peaks Firewalk with me for about two minutes. The music got very Twin Peaks y for a minute and uh, that sort of thing. So,
2: yeah, it feels kind of like an homage to that. But also, Video Drum, it has a, li- a direct Video Drum homage.
0: Oh, right, right. With the the hand coming out of the editing bay, is, I assume is what we're
2: talking and about. And the tape throbbing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's the Cronenberg, but, but I was going to say without the body horror, but I guess there's plenty of body horror in this. There is especially I if mean, you're into yeah, hands. the face
2: ripped off. Yeah, but absolutely people aren't,
0: body horror. People aren't turning into weird insectoids or something, so you don't get that or weird okay. machinery like extistens. You
2: know, so that's the question: Can you have body horror without mutation? I, yeah. To me,
1: bo- body horror is not just mutilation; it's like your body going wrong in some way, right?
2: I think like it's I just have just like
1: a s- medical bed
2: Like a, a type of gore where it just lingers on it for long enough. Like, I don't know. if Maybe you right. If I you had a problem that... with like fingers being cut off, you would probably be very upset by this film. Yeah, as I was about to say, it's I think a I lot think of it
0: that counts as body horror because that's a permanent change. That's part of the the editor's. What if someone calls him a cripple? I'm like, with a hand. They call, a call him a cripple yeah. constantly. Yeah. In <laughs> a I was like, yeah, that doesn't seem like, I don't know. I don't think I'd call like, someone um, that wouldn't hand a cripple. The director
1: saying like I wouldn't call anyone a cripple to be fa- to be um clear.
0: But... Well, right, right. But I'm just saying like it wouldn't even occur to me that someone would call them that, you know? It's
1: so, like yeah, I love that he's like, I thought it'd be fun to have a cripple around, but no. <laughs> Insane yeah. stuff.
0: I mean, I guess I don't know that much about film editing. Uh does that how much does that hamper you? I mean, you you just got you're pressing buttons, you're cutting things. You can do that with uh prosthetics right i don't know
2: i think it's just that that is a further layer of parody where it's parodying the sad the sad man who can't do his job anymore i mean like airplane it's a direct line to airplane where it's like i can't can't fly anymore because i have a drinking problem or whatever he he even finished
0: the movie early he had a finished cut yeah Yeah, he
2: was a great editor (laughs) yeah that's the thing he's the best and the guy in airplane was a great pilot i think from what i remember
0: Something it's like that. A he, say, he say he flies the plane at the end.
2: Yeah, he flies the plane.
0: Yeah, with a, a flew a plane. plane.
2: <laughs> I flew the plane. Airplane. Yeah,
0: I, I showed the Airplane to my family a few years ago, and they hated it. <laughs> I guess you got it's that's you know you got to know. I mean, you couldn't just show this to anyone, and they'd be like, also it's like
1: it's ninety percent wordplay, and you're showing it to a group of people. It's their second language.
0: A good point. <laughs> well, the re- <laughs> the reason being because it was 50 yen in a used bin, so yeah, what the hell, right? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Not...
2: I mean, I'd buy that movie, it's good. Well, I did, I'd I mean, buy that for Japanese. a dollar, yeah, exactly. I,
0: <laughs> I have so many movies I can say that for now, including Robocop. No, I think I paid four bucks for that on Blu ray, but yeah, I paid, oh, I would
2: pay I paid any number of too dollars much. for Robocop. I got the new like, Robocop for $40. Oh,
1: there's a oh. recent Robocop documentary and have you seen the Oreo clip that's going around?
0: That sounds weirdly familiar. Uh, keep going.
1: Uh, so th- I don't know if I want to spoil it or not, but like, they're talking to some g- oh,
3: guy
1: who was talk- on set who was like, he was standing by with Oreos to give pe- like, Peter Weller as a snack. And then he's like, Robo wants Oreo. And he's like, no, it's just me and you here. Say Peter wants an Oreo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, Robo Ontario,
1: Robo, and uh, uh, the whole video—it looks like it's a, it's a parody, right? But then, it is it? Oh, it's Peter Weller or Paul Weller?
2: Peter Weller. Paul Weller is okay, in good, the jam. Good,
1: good. Yeah, I knew one of them was a musician and one of them was Robocop. Cop. <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts to actual Peter Weller going, "I don't remember him and his fucking Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely from the real documentary. <laughs> that
2: is Awesome, I'm gonna watch this.
0: I think you're allowed to spoil that sort of thing,
1: and it's like reenacted with like courtroom drama paintings. (laughs) 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 I think it's insane.
0: (laughs) You could call them storyboards of reality, like I I like to do storyboards of reality. Um, let's see. Definitely a double cuck scene near the end. Uh, just going through <laughs> lots, of,
2: <laughs> lots of cock in here <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I like that a lot of films sort of homage like the music and the color schemes and the gore of this period without really embracing the nudity and the sexuality which this film just went in whole <laughs> on. The opening <laughs> credits are over a strip club.
2: <laughs> I, I one of my favorite things about this film is that during sometimes people will be having conversations and someone will just be taking their clothes off in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <It's> yeah. Just
1: <laughs> just walk walk through the set naked. Incredible. It's a yeah. world
0: of casual nudity. It's cool.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah, like, I mean, these films were being shot with like the porno was being shot in like the room next door, I assume. <laughs> And it was like, yep. do 10 pornos for us. We'll give you a speaking role in one of our horror films. Like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, there is a lot of crossover between American slasher movies and porno, too. I th- Wes Craven filmed at least one porno. And I think Sean Cunningham did. And a porno director directed Friday the 13th Part 5, which is the one with the most sex
0: in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do need to correct your calling the opening scene a strip club. I believe that is what we refer to as a scummy titty bar. Okay, (laughs) like the one near my parents' house. That that would have been a. (laughs) I I guess maybe it's not there anymore, but that would have been a scummy titty bar, not a strip club.
2: (laughs) I never went in. I never went into that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The um. Well, I guess the basement of the Claremont Lounge is like the prime scummy titty bar. Uh, which you said does not exist anymore is that correct Where is it oh it exists oh, okay. it's just
2: that the hotel above it was gutted and refashioned as a fancy hotel with like uh, restaurants on the roof and things like that so so it's a fancy basically, hotel with a scum
0: bar at the bottom yeah that's that's kind of cool in its own right <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah and i have no idea how scummy the bar is anymore because it got to the point where it was just so crowded that i stopped going really Mm, okay, I, it's probably a little bit cleaner now and more crowded.
0: Anyway, uh, for me, it was all about eighties bar and lounge. I guess technically seventies, but uh, the, the they they have that scene the bar and lounge. I'm like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna hang out there.
2: <laughs> but but uh, yeah, Luke probably doesn't know that there is a lady named Blondie who is famous for crushing uh, PBR cans between her boobs. And she uh, can still be is she still there? I don't think so but I know she's still alive and she's still around okay. but she yeah, used yeah, to could... write weird poetry just uh, like handwritten poetry and then Xerox it and give a copy to my manager at the pizza place I used to work at and she would put it on the bulletin board in the back it would just be like this nonsense <laughs>
1: <laughs> she sounds like a legend yeah I mean oh, one yeah, time was I was
2: at Kroger and she was just like arguing with the with the cashier and I just decided not to buy anything and I just left mm. she was arguing with the cashier for a long time
0: <laughs> I hope that was the murder Kroger.
2: It was the murder Kroger. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. also have a Kroger that's known as the murder Kroger because three murders have happened there.
1: I think three murders is enough to be a murder Kroger.
2: People, like one murder
1: there, I think it's unfair. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah. P- people, people. I mean, I, I find it a little bit ridiculous that people celebrate it that much because a lot of people were afraid to go to murder Kroger in the nineties, but we went there all the uh, time. They tore it down and built a new Kroger, which people demand is also called Murder Murder Kroger because they won't let it die.
0: Mm.
1: Well, I, if they really want it to be a Murder Kroger, they should go and commit some murders in there.
2: I mean, yeah. we'll see what happens. It's never too late, right? Didn't they gentrify part of lie. town too much? I mean, it's pretty gentrified, but you can murder somebody anywhere, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Murder is a everybody thing.
1: <laughs> That's the anywhere. great thing about murder, you know, it doesn't discriminate. Anywhere, anytime, yeah, ready to
0: murder. <laughs> well, that's certainly the world of this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Again, that's—I think that is the the best joke, though. The twist doesn't matter because literally everyone in the mur- movie's murdered someone else, whether it be in the fake movie or the the the, <laughs> the movie movie or the. You, you know what I'm saying? Or I a mean, dream sequence here and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone commits murder in this movie somewhere.
1: Even the detective accidentally murders his own wife.
2: (laughs) Yeah, accidentally with
0: quotations.
2: Gives the other cop booze and tells him, Hey, I didn't it's my wife. I didn't do this. That also (laughs) had another great
1: jag where he's like, You saw the man who did this, right? Yeah, a black man. Not my words, but okay. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, wild stuff.
0: I'm sitting here looking up reviews if someone wants to throw it out of observation.
1: I did I mean, find the first sort of five minutes were just like a fairly accurate parody. And then it's the jokes started coming and then they came more and more. And I was like, oh, OK, no, this is a comedy and this is deliberate. And I found myself getting more into it as time went on. And by the end, I was very much digging it. Oh yeah, I was
2: I was originally just gonna try and not tell you what kind of movie it was so that it would completely surprise you, but I I, I told you guys <laughs> anyway. I don't. Did you tell us? I told you like last night or oh, you said it yesterday. had blood. That's pretty much. I I told you it was a parody of Giallo because there was some question oh, yeah, of whether you remember. You're gonna watch the, I don't right have a clue
1: what giallo is. Well, you just found <laughs> it that one time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um. What I was going to do for the next couple of months was probably do an OSS 117 film. Have you guys seen any of those where it was like a French spy series, but they brought it back as a parody of itself.
1: No, that's sounds fun.
2: It's a very dry, extremely dry, much more dry than this. It's just mm-hmm. basically imagine James Bond just being an asshole. Mm. And, so that- and that's the joke.
1: Like half the '60s James yeah, like <laughs> Bond. That's what I say saying. Like James
2: Bond. Yeah, but that's it's just he's completely the worst person on it. Anyway, um, and then like probably that <laughs> that Indian that Indian film of uh, this like the Terminator ripoff that I oh uh, yeah be, I do want to see that one. <laughs> it's really good, but it's three hours long. But I was oh just like, mm. well, it'd be fun if we if we could just say, well, you can't have we have Terminator at home. This is Terminator at home. You know, <laughs> and it's
0: longer it's like having one and two together
2: yeah. yeah I think it's longer than Avatar probably <laughs>
1: I did appreciate you picking a 90 minute movie yeah that was the thing
2: eventually I was going to especially do when it we're doing something. two this week yeah yeah yeah
1: that, that at least
0: was I, I did save it till last night so I did 90, 90 minutes doesn't break the bank
1: yeah Well, for was... Matt to watch any film in its entirety is impressive even if it is only
0: 90 minutes. I did yeah. chase it. I did chase it with 30 minutes of too fast, too furious.
1: Oh, you I'm not Red? Asteroid City. So like that's <laughs> on <off> you.
0: <laughs> well, Asteroid City is on my computer, right? And this is, I was lying in bed mm-hmm. watching. It's it gotta be on a Blu-ray. So it was, I don't have Asteroid City on a Blu-ray. Uh,
2: I live in a crazy world where I have everything in one place and live by myself. So mm. Don't know what well, I'm just like. talking
0: about this side of the room versus that side of the room. Uh, Asteroid City is at this <laughs> side of the room movie, whereas mm. Too Fast Too Furious is at that side of the room movie. I just
2: watch it all right here, right where I'm talking to you guys. Right, right. No, I was doing right this, the the bad right practice now. of right, right here, right going now, to
0: bed now. while watching a movie, and then you this don't is, remember where you are because you fell asleep. I this rem- is I, right I did- where
2: I should be playing Alan Wake too, and keep putting it off.
0: I did properly <laughs> stop too fast, too furious, so, so I know where to start again. So I got that going for me. Okay. Okay.
2: Um, I mean, let me know if I should watch all of the Fast and Furious movies after you're done. Yes, you should. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I I got I had to get back to it. I got a bit distracted watching all those venture films and um the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies. <laughs>
2: Uh are those long? Those aren't long. They're are they? like
0: two hours. especially. Minutes. There's a few of them. They're not epic, but they're I think they're like Bond traditional traditionals. Old school Bond movies are just over two hours typically. I don't think they usually mm. come in under, but also you don't you don't yeah. Tomorrow never dies is probably not worth watching again.
2: Whatever oh, it was. Tomorrow never
1: dies is pretty well.
2: Was that the one with the Invisible Car?
1: No, that no, I like well, it. that's die um, another day.
2: Okay, well, that was the one.
1: That's the like weird guy down. who likes the bad one. That's
2: The whole okay. movie is his fever
0: dream <laughs> as he's rotting away in a North Korean prison.
2: Okay, sure. That makes it better. <laughs>
0: and then the, he, the <laughs> next movie, New Bond. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I like that. Fair enough. Uh, for the editor, is it film? Is it filth?
2: I mean, it's an absolute
1: of... celebration of filth.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's three it's three films within films, and all of them are full of filth. Yeah, uh, it's just, I mean, act. you know, phenomena
0: was filth uh, wallowing in a in a a pool of what maggots and gore, whereas this mm-hmm. one is just in you know bright red caro syrup blood pool blood pool. <laughs>
2: yep um yeah,
1: the so, yeah. this was fun absolute love filth
2: love the car crash i forgot yeah. about that. forgot to mention the car crash where the cars are just like
0: i mean obviously his role here's not that big but does that make Lawrence B.
1: harvey the king of filth he's up there yeah i'm sure he would enjoy being called that
0: yeah yeah I mean, probably i mean you can't just say someone like you know um i was gonna say argento because we're talking garo but i I would call argento an actual good director so maybe maybe yeah yeah.
2: i I mean Udo Kier was in suspiria i mean we haven't really talked about him he's also in blade which is somehow not on the list i don't know how
0: i guess uh lloyd kaufman gets uh what might be the king of filth i don't know anyway um i do have a one there's only one one star review here for this movie um I guess I'll read that and uh, maybe Mark, look up a good one. I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll do the the only one-star review is so stupid. This must be one of the worst <laughs> movies ever made. Plot is random, to put it mildly. Performances are shockly ba- shockingly bad. Hammy in the extreme. Production values are woeful, especially for a 2014 film. Even if viewed as a parody of 70s B-grade movies, it, it doesn't work. Not funny and worse than the films is parodying. Three out of seven found it helpful. Um, I mean,
2: I didn't love it, but I thought the production values are pretty good on this. Am I wrong? Yeah, it looks incredible. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of it was level. really well shot. Yeah, I think it's good. that uh, Canada money, basically. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like it says co-produced by Canada, Film Canada or something. So yeah, I think it's one of those things where that's the effect you get when a government actually values the arts at all. Mm. like like every almost every year when i was running the buried alive film festival the winning short would be something from like chile or something because they're because the government just would give them enough money to do some kind of insane concept piece which would not it would be hard to even raise the money to do through kickstarter here
0: there's a Which, black rainbow is also Canadian, right? Which is maybe yes. why I'm kind of like, there might be a certain Canada look to the, uh, this era of film. I don't know. So well,
2: a yeah, video drum is Canadian. I mean, Cronenberg's Canadian uh, Splice
0: is, is cube. Yeah. Apparently he stuff. was in star Trek. Cronenberg was in star Trek discovery simply because mm-hmm. he like lived down the street.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was also in um,
0: Jason X. Really? They filmed that in a uh, Toronto. I think there. it was a
2: Canadian production.
0: Yes, Cronenberg's down the street. Call
2: him. He'll show up and act for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Nightbreed, which may or may not have been Canadian, but it kind of feels like a Canadian film. Not yeah, really sure. yeah. What is the
0: Canada feel? I, I mean, we're I'm, I'm watching. I, I definitely agree, but I don't know what it is.
2: It's just a certain kind of edginess that I find really irresistible. I don't, mm. I can't tell you like body horror, I guess gore. Is it gore? <laughs> Maybe the Canadians are
0: best at putting Vaporwave on screen, as you were saying earlier. Because, yeah, Beyond the Black Rainbow
2: did have a lot of gore in it. Like, you might not remember it for that, but it did.
0: Yeah, so maybe it's a Vaporwave touch, too. I think that's it. Americans, like, what what does the best for the American movies, like Inherent Vice or something? I don't know.
2: Uh, What? Like, best, what is Inherent Vice? The best American movie? No, no, no. I'm talking about
0: American movies that get the Vaporwave vibe.
2: Oh, uh Drive is a good example.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's it feels I think the Canadian version of it feels really smooth. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's I'm not saying it is digital. I mean this might have been shot on digital, but it just feels like digital. Whereas the uh, American one is has a little more grit, you know. But then you're showing extreme gore. Yeah.
2: Is hmm. Nightcrawler Canadian though?
0: i don't think it's i don't know it's in my it's in my blu-ray folder but i haven't watched it it's one of those
2: you've never watched it at all
0: i bought that for a dollar
2: it's american it's no it's wonderful you'll you'll like it I think well you'll like I,
0: it. I heard good things that's why i picked it up for a dollar yeah okay yeah. um do you have a goodie for us
2: yeah i've i've got it okay one here it is 10 out of 10 stars the one of the best movie i've ever watched funny, stylish, fancy. This is a really amazing movie. A lot of references to Jallo, J-A-L-L-O movies and horror movies from the 80s. I look forward to new movies from these guys. One out of five found this helpful.
0: Mine was written slightly <laughs> better than yours today.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to find one that was kind of funny and the other two were just kind of No, that, that's coherent. cool. You, dry, you know I go,
0: you know go I'd take that route. That's fine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's cheap thrills. But um. I'm glad you guys enjoyed this at least some, at least yeah, I really, stuff. I like this a
1: lot. I think it had like it had good lines, it had some funny deliveries the gore and the schlock was like just joyfully done I think it actually touched on like like, um, like Garth Marenghi, it did touch on like the misogyny of old films in a way which I think a lot of parodies shy away from and yeah, I legitimately found it really funny. There's a couple of moments where I was legit, like, stood at a train station looking at my phone laughing.
0: <laughs> oh, no, oh, you yeah. watched this on the train?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? You're turning
0: into, a little, turn into the OG son salary, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> i mean i already I mean, look
1: I'm... intimidating
2: i know i want <laughs> <laughs> I'm, i just feel like we we should uh reward ourselves with a good comedy before watching the love we get guru, back to the list yeah which i have you no don't... idea if, <laughs> you're gonna watch toy story anything. first okay toy story is a great comedy
0: but... next episode should be toy story but then yeah it's it's um the love guru which i'll i'll tell people is also um airing on december 7th i believe so that makes it especially infamous. Um, oh, it's airing? Yeah. <laughs> so, lo- the love that's group are coming on December 7th. Well, Wait,
2: what's the big what's deal December? about December 7th?
0: Oh, that's Pearl Harbor Day, so Americans are gets a oh. day that lives in infamy.
2: Damn. I, I,
1: think, should, I think Pearl I Harbor's just been replaced by 9-11 now. You can't have both. Yeah. You're not allowed. Yeah.
2: I yeah, really shouldn't have that either. Pick <laughs>
1: one tragedy to pretend you're the only country that ever had tragedies.
2: <laughs> um, I'm going to pick the Kent State shooting. I don't know what date that was. April thirtieth. I don't. I don't know. I'm See, sorry. You don't know either. You can't pick <laughs> if you don't know the date. You can't pick it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm terrible leftist. Uh, May fourth. May the fourth be not with you. I was like five days off. I'm a genius yeah you
1: knew exactly what mark also about. pulled his out of his ass <laughs> this <a> really
2: <laughs> no may 4th is it's actually may 4th so no may Star 4th is, is worst Switch day it's worst witch what <laughs> that's a worst dumb witch joke day? from
1: game game show
2: oh damn i for either i forgot or i haven't gotten to that one yet it's um, a really
1: old one <laughs> okay
2: then i forgot my my brain yeah. has been compounded over with multiple game game show jokes. I think
0: you're allowed to forget yeah. things that you heard in podcasts that you listen to regularly because, you know...
1: Especially <laughs> when that's so full of nonsense and bullshit as game game show is.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I guess I, I should just leave that to us. Plugging away uh, game game show, films and filth. You can support all that stuff over on Patreon at PodcastioPodcastius. Where we also give you episodes early, sometimes with additional banter. Uh, I could list other shows there, but two feels like enough for the moment. Mm. Mm. See? Also, just... I feel like
1: we need to update the list of shows on the Patreon page. It's well out of date.
0: Oh, yeah, that might be the case. <laughs> <laughs> I've I never always been there.
1: people, oh, yeah. you should go to that link. That's the best place to find all our shows. It's really not. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just well, search it's, it's for It's a good things. place to find two or three out-of-date shows that we don't do anymore. <laughs> we
2: we definitely need to make sure that people are on the right feed for this show, because I think I need, I need to post about that, because I have friends who actually listen to this show. So you're Hi, currently friends.
1: cross-posting, right, Matt?
2: I'm currently cross-posting. So for listeners,
0: if okay. you're on the feed that says films and filth, that includes all the old Sci-Fi Sanctuary episodes, so you got lots to listen to if you haven't heard it. Uh, if you're on the other feed, you may notice the name changed to Ye Old Films and Filth feed, which I'll keep going for a little while, but um, you know, we'll see.
2: <laughs> we'll see. Your maybe days maybe. are numbered.
0: Yeah. Well, when no one's downloading them from there, I'll probably stop bothering. There's going to be like sign- 10
2: people
1: who just stubbornly refuse to change forever. You've just forced yourself to now do it twice every <laughs> week for the rest of time. Maybe we'll see. Okay,
0: uh, you know, edit, edit, edit your podcast properly, people. Says a guy who doesn't do that.
2: Oh my god! I just for got god. a notification that the Engage Special episode of Game Game Show just came out. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay. I am excited. I've been excited. Yes, That's, there's a, your I'm inside joke. Then. Hey listeners, check that out. <laughs> There's an engaged special quiz.